Hey, 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 you guys. We're so glad to have Miss Keisha Renee with us. Um, she was a standout on The Voice, and you guys may have heard or seen her on many other shows um, as far as seeing her Nicki Minaj. She's toured. She has a great voice. She's a great person. I love Miss Keisha Renee, and she is going to be a guest here today on Black Canvas. She was born and raised in Englewood, California. Keisha Renee is no stranger to this state, supporting some of the your favorite artists, such as Diddy, Jill Scott, Adam Lambert, and Miss Nicki Minaj. And I know they have a lot of Nicki fans out there, but she's definitely performed with her, and she was featured on a song called Freedom, if you guys have heard that song. Keisha won the hearts of millions with her undeniable vocals on season 13 of The Voice. And she placed as a finalist on the show. She has not only worked on her music, but she's a country superstar in my mind. I love her voice. And I've had the opportunity to listen to her album that she's done at EP, which is really great. And Keisha, we're so glad to have you here on the show. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a part of this. And I really want to talk more about your family, which we will talk about your husband and your daughter, Amari. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you for well, having we're me. We're so excited. So I mean, you guys, when you talk about a vocal powerhouse, I always think of like Brandy's one of my favorite <laughs> singers, but Keisha Renee, you're a close second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's an honor. We both have the same first. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had the opportunity to meet Brandy? I have actually. Um, on a few occasions, but I got to sing background for her um, at the, I believe it was the 2020 Soul Train Awards. Really? Yeah. Man, what was that experience like? Oh, man, it was breathtaking. I mean, I felt like I had, you know, reached the ultimate goal. She was such a sweetheart. Um, and she complimented my braids. So I was like, you know, I can go on and die now. <laughs> you like, I can die happy. <laughs> got it. so let's talk about some songs that you have been a part of performing background for so the first one i want to talk about is the night is still young yeah man um that song really has become much bigger than i could ever imagine um the night is still young was a song that Nicki minaj released i think on the pink print um pink print album or was it Look, I'm probably about to mess that up. But it it had nothing to do with me. Um, but because I sing background for her and she was, you know, we're on tour. She was just like, listen, at the end of it, just take it away. Um, that's kind of what I do with her. She is such a supporter of my voice. Um, and she gives me the liberty to kind of, you know, freestyle on songs that aren't necessarily um you know, a song that has a singer on it or, you know, of that sort. But the chorus is um, such a staple. And I remember we were promoting the album and we did Good Morning America. And she was just like, oh, I'm not going to call you out. You know, it was like five in the morning. She's like, don't worry, because I was like, do I need to do my makeup? You know, it's five in the morning. Okay, I just rode off the tour bus. Um, And next thing I know, she's like, Keisha, come here. And I mean, that clip has lived forever um but it turned out to be one of the 
songs that I am known the most for, you know, supporting her. And it turned out to be a dream. I mean, I, I'm a part of an icon's journey. So it's like, you can't beat that. You can. And you know, the best part about that was like, I remember when she called you out and it was like, you were doing your run and she just like turned like, really? It was the look she gave you. (laughs) Yeah, That's my girl. She, like I said, she's a a supporter of my voice. I remember when I first met her, um, it was about five other young ladies, well, including myself. So four other young ladies, she wanted to just record some background for a tour where she was opening for Britney Spears. And uh, she wasn't necessarily at a point where she wanted to take her own background singers. Like I said, she was opening up for um, the amazing Britney Spears. And um, so I just did a studio session. And from there, she asked all of us to sing, you know, a song by ourselves. And I can't even remember what I sang. I probably sang I Love You, Lord, or something like that. Um, And next thing I know, about a few months later, she was headlining her own tour, asking me to go with her. So I am forever grateful. I mean, that was one of the best performances. I remember that. And then I remember seeing you guys, just the the videos on YouTube on tour of her just featuring you. And then you were also, if I remember correctly, was it the BET Awards that you um, were featured as well on one of her songs, I believe? Yeah, we did um, Pills and Potions on BT. Um, we've done so many award shows. Um, but I've literally have had the honor to, you know, be at every live performance almost <laughs> um, and just enhance the song like she always wants me to do. So um, it was either Pills and Potions. I know we did Freedom um, on Ellen. And uh I mean, I've been with her for almost 10 years, so it's all a blur at this point. <laughs> that is awesome, Keisha. It was Pills and po- Potion, I believe, because I remember yeah. there was another contestant from American Idol, I think, that was on there, yeah. too. Bernal, I believe is his name, Bernal Taylor. He's such an amazing vocalist and doing his thing, you know? That's awesome. And you're doing yours, too. Let's talk about Fly. This is another song I really love by Nicki Minaj. So I have a question for you about this one. Um, Can you tell me the places you traveled around the world? Has there been one place that you haven't visited that you are willing to go to that you like, this is on my bucket list? Oh, man. Like I said, I've been with Nicki for almost 10 years. She's literally exposed me to the world. Um, We've been everywhere, but one place she always goes and I don't end up going um, because it's like a one day thing or really short, but it's South America. Just stop leaving me, Nikki. I want to go to Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's probably on the bucket list. I've I've been to almost every continent except South America and I want to (laughs) go. Well, Nikki, if you so happen to hear this, can you please make sure Keisha goes next time? Because, I mean, she's like, I'm ready. (laughs) That is awesome. So I really want to go to The Voice for a minute. And, you know, your I Hope You Dance was literally one of the best performances. I actually replayed that so many times. I'm surprised they haven't told me to block me yet because I've played it multiple times. But I loved it because I loved the dance you did with it. It was like right at the right point of the song. And I think you did such an amazing job vocally. It reminded me, Ashley, of, I think it was Gladys Knight that did a version of it for a Tyler Perry movie, I believe. 
And that was the first thing that came on. I'm like, she's actually showing Gladys up a little because it was just the way you did it because Gladys can't run and do the things you can do. She has a great tone and a great voice and is a legend. But it was just like when I heard you sing that, I was like, wow, this is one of the best versions I've heard. And Leanne Womack is an amazing vocalist herself. But I thought you did a great job on that. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, so the voice was an amazing experience for me because um, as a supporting background artist, you go, you sing for all these different people and you, um, you know, you gain access to their fans and they kind of like label you as what the artist is. You know, I'm hip hop with Nikki and, um, you know, pop when I was with Adam Lambert and Neo Soul with Jill and I love it. Um, but you kind of lose your voice or what you love to do. So a lot of people had no idea that I was a lover of country music and I wanted to fuse, you know, my background with soul and country together. So when I got the opportunity to go on The Voice, I was like, listen, I'll do this show because I was like at the height of doing a tour um, and I almost missed it because the tour literally ended like a week before um, The Voice started. Um, but that was my only stipulation, like, let me do country music. And they kind of, you know, fought it a little bit, like, are you sure? Because they hadn't, you know, really seen an African-American woman proclaim that she wanted to do country music, you know, nationally. So um, I don't think they kind of believed me. So when I got there, my first audition song was Jasmine Sullivan, Bust Your Windows Out Your Car. And I was like, listen, (laughs) With all due respect, I do not want to be the angry black woman. And this is not what I signed up for. You know, I'm not busting nobody's windows. Let's do country like I asked. So I really feel like the the voice was a test um, because a lot of contestants, you know, they're they're doing what they've done their whole life. Like all the country contestants, they've been country their whole life the pop, the R&B. So the songs were very familiar with things that they grew up singing. And for me, it was something that I had to learn because I never really got a chance to, you know, indulge in that lane. Um, Just had my few songs that really captured me. I Hope You Dance was one of them. It's like one of my favorite um, country songs because of the message. And that's what I fell in love with. Um, really was the the songwriting in country music, how it was deeper than other genres. You know, R&B is like we met them in the club and we did what we did, you know. But with country music, it's we met him in the club and he had on a blue shirt with some brown pants, some cowboy boots. It was so detailed. And it's just like, wow, I want to sing stuff like that, that had substance. And, and, and um, that's what I identified with. So we got, they got on board and, um, you know, it was still a, a tug and pull on different songs because they were painting a, a traditional country singer. I did a lot of older songs. Um, and that's not necessarily the vision. Um, you said you heard the EP. So that was more of what I was going for, like a fusion of my background of gospel and R&B and soul with country music. Um, because with country music, you know, it's like a twang and it has its certain sound. And I wasn't trying to be fake. So I wasn't going to add a twang or anything of that nature. I wanted to keep my my authentic self, you know, over amazing lyrics. And so I Hope You Dance was the first song that they let me sing that was actually one of my choices. Um, so I said, I'm going to give it all I got, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And uh, it came out beautifully. Um, 
I often go to iTunes and still listen to it to this day. Like, wow, I can't believe I have something that will live forever. And, um, you know, it's a part of a community that necessarily didn't want to see me there at first, you know? <laughs> I, I do know. And I, I feel like people forget the origin, like African-American people, you know, being in country music, that's something that many people don't see, but there's so many artists out there that people just don't even know about. Uh, and I loved, I want to be honest on that, the road less travel that you released it, I think in 2019, correct? And I love your four songs, Whiskey Eyes, Holy Ghost, Let's Get Away, and Paper. Now, my favorite one I love was Holy Ghost. I mean, I love all of them, but... I mean, that's mine too. See? (laughs) It's out of Holy Ghost and Paper. Those are my two where it's like, I can't pick a favorite. But Holy Ghost is definitely my story. (laughs) See, that's why we get along, Keisha. I I knew that you were going to agree with me on that one. But Keisha, you know, another song, like an artist that I love, everybody knows one of my favorite artists, female artists that I've been following for a very long time is Tori Kelly. And she is my just everything. Mm -hmm. I've seen her in concert a few times. And one day, hopefully I'll get her on the show. That's always my thing. I'm like, one day, hopefully she'll agree to be on here. Um, But she is just a star. And um, I love that about your voice. When I think of Paper Hearts is one of her songs that I just loved. Um, but yeah, y'all are just amazing. And I love that mm-hmm. she was on a reality show and then became popular after. And I think for you, you were already on a very great, you know, career path before mm-hmm. the voice. But I love that with you being with team Blake and making it so far on the show that people can see, Hey, she's successful. She's strong. She has a great heart and you had a great story. I think people really resonated with your story. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So let's kind of go into another question for you. This is going to be a fun one. So if you actually were on Dancing with the Stars, who would you want to dance with? (laughs) Oh, my God. So I literally was like, who would I dance with? That show is my grandmother's favorite show. So I was like, Granny, who would I dance with? Because I don't really watch Dancing with the Stars. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't really watch TV. (laughs) But... um, (laughs) I have no idea. Like I, I, um, I think it's this one guy that I always see him in the beginning, but the person that they match him with never really makes it that far. So you really don't see much of him, but it's a black guy. I can't remember his name, but I would definitely give it a go with him. Okay. I think there's a new, I think his name is Brandon, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon. Okay. You know, Brandon is my middle name. That's crazy. Oh, that's my brother's name. Really? Okay. (laughs) Now, if you saw me dancing, Keisha, you'd be like, wait, you, you, go, you got to take his card away from him. But, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. I have talents another way, so I, I, can, I can write. So that's good. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about writing. What goes into the songwriting process for you? Like, what actually goes into you writing a song? Um, well, just truth, really. I really try to write from a place of... Um, truth experience something that I've been through or something that I know someone has been through like with paper for instance it's definitely um you know my story a lot of people's story the first verse was talking about kind of you know how my innocence got taken away 
Um, and then the second verse touches on domestic violence where that's not my story, but I know it's so many others. So I really try to, um, put a little bit of, you know, my experience and then experiences that I know, um, you know, that are actual and factual, um, to other people. And I try to make it, you know, um, something that a lot of people can relate to, um, you know, and find their way out of really. Uh, and that's one of the hardest things when when you're in a tumultuous situation or when you've dealt with with negativity or people treating you a certain way, it's hard to find your voice. And I wanted to talk yeah. about I Heart My Voice. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I Heart My Voice is a um, company that I started working with, um, I believe, around March of this year. Um, I was doing a lot of vocal coaching um, on my own, and then this company reached out at the height of COVID, um, well, you know, year two, where it was kind of getting back to normal, but we were still shut down. Um, And just, you know, they had a a database of singers, and they needed more coaches, Um, and a lot of their coaches came from shows like The Voice and Idol, Um, so they just thought it would be a good fit. So I Heart My Voice is a... um, vocal program where they focus on, you know, vocal training, um, performance. Uh, I'm one of their uh, artist development um, coaches as well as a vocal coach. So it's different people that, you know, help with different things. Some people help you with like songwriting if you want to be a songwriter and production. They have two producers. Um, but yeah. It's an amazing company that I teamed up with, and we're, I'm almost at my year anniversary with them. <laughs> uh, Congratulations. Teaching others. Um, and I have students from all over. Like, I have a, a student in Germany, um, one in London, and then a few statewide, uh, stateside. But, yeah, it's great. I love that, Keisha. I mean, that that's another avenue for you. And it's another way to, to get your money lined up and to have that as a career that you can teach people. And if there's anyone you could think of as a vocal coach and someone who can help, Keisha is definitely the person you guys need to look out for. Um, can you give some sage advice um, to maybe someone who's thinking about wanting to become a singer? Is there any type of advice you can give to someone who's interested? Yeah, um, I think for me, live performance is like my go-to. I, I feel um, most comfortable on stage. Um, and I just think that, well, my first rule is to always choose songs that you can connect to because um, that helps you connect with the audience when you're more believable of what you're singing. Um, and then just have fun up there, you know? Um, artistry is so vulnerable because you're, you know, presenting, excuse me, presenting something to a room full of people that can judge you. And so I always say, you know, really know who you are um, and be confident in that so that no matter what is said um, or projected onto you, you never lose sight of your why, why you do it, why you're up there. Um, Yeah. And just have fun. I love that. And having fun. I mean, that's the hardest thing sometimes, Keisha, because you get nervous. Like, I'm gonna be honest, I was so nervous talking with you because I've been such a huge fan for so long. And like, you sometimes go into that mode where you're like, but this is we are all of course, know we're human beings and we, we, we make mistakes and things happen. But it's just like when you talk to someone that that you really respect, and that you really, 
you know, have the opportunity to grow and, and say, this person has made such a great career of their, their life and turn their life around. And I know that you had mentioned um, that you had lost weight due to having type two diabetes, diabetes, excuse me. And your daughter, Amari, you know, I know that is just the light of your life. Um, can you kind of tell everybody about your journey of just like with weight loss and getting back to yourself and, and being able to, to live a healthy life? Yeah, um, I've been plus size my whole life. And so after I had my daughter and it was such a, um, it was a crazy pregnancy because when you have diabetes, it's like, I had a doctor tell me that he'd rather have a mother um, that's struggling with crack cocaine versus a mother with diabetes. And that just, I mean, it was very shocking to hear that, but it's what woke me up because it's like, wow, I mean, here I am, not doing crack, but I'm better off. No, I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a wake-up call. And then after I had her, it was just like, I want to be here for her. I want to be able to run with her and play with her and, you know, just provide her with the best of everything. And so um, I just decided to uh, get serious about my health. And then here I am in an industry that's kind of self uh, image, you know, driven, like you have to be sexy to sell music, you know, and um, I have been blessed to be on stages with the likes of like a Nicki Minaj in the the body that I was in. Um, but one thing I will say is once I took my health serious and lost the weight, I was uh, afforded way more opportunities. Like, I did the bad boy reunion tour and I doubt if I would have landed that gig if I still was 356 pounds. I just have to be honest with myself. Um, I feel like, you know, God definitely orchestrated my career in a way to where my weight didn't affect me. Like I said, I was on tours with Nicki Minaj, who was the, you know, the top female artist at that time. Now we have so many other female artists that, or a female hip hop artist that she helped pave the way for. But at that time she was, you know, standing by herself and I was standing next to her at 350 pounds, you know? So that was nobody but God because I didn't fit the the image bill, so to speak. Um, but I'm grateful that he allowed me to grace those stages the way I was. And then, you know, I am, not 356 pounds anymore and I'm getting opportunity you know um to grace other stages with different artists that you know they haven't physically said like you have to look a certain way but we know what it is you know so I'm just happy that I did it for my daughter um and doing that for her actually you know, helped me to continue um, in a career that some people have no idea that it's even a career. It's such a high turnover rate, you know, singers come and go, but I've actually made a career out of it. And I'm so grateful. Well, I think that that just shows about persistence as well. And one thing as you mentioned about, but one thing I want to kind of share is like your gift makes room for you. And when you have a gift, and you're doing the right thing, everything's going to line up the way it's supposed to for you at that time. And it's sometimes we, we think it's a no, but it's a wait or it's a maybe. And then when we finally do get to that actual part of ourselves where we're like, wow, I see the journey, what it took to get there, then we can actually appreciate 
all those struggles and those long nights and being away from family can be really hard traveling on the road. And I just really am just so grateful that your higher power, which is God, like you said, gave you an opportunity to, to do something great for yourself. Absolutely. All right. So Keisha, I only have a few more for you. Um, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what age would you choose Keisha? And what would you tell young Keisha? Wow. Um, I think I would go because I started touring when I was 22. Um, so I would go a little bit before that, maybe around 18 or 20. Um, and probably, you know, get my health together then. Because I can only imagine what I could have done, you know, if I wasn't as big as I was. <laughs> but honey, I moved to Texas after high school and it was, I mean, the food is so good here. But I would have definitely um, probably taken my health a lot serious uh, back then. Um, and then told myself to really live in the moment. It was a lot of um, times where I'm in places where it's like, you're in Bali, girl. What is that? You know, <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Um, and I wish I would have really just like lived in the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, Keisha, well, I'm from Louisiana, so, you know, I know about eating. So, <laughs> and I'm originally from New Orleans, so I definitely know about soul food. So it, it's it's a hard thing when you, when you go through that transition. But I think the one thing you mentioned, it's just but, you know, going through a journey in life, it's just like when you're already, when you go through puberty, that's one thing. And then when you get older and you start maturing, but you've been thrust into this pretty much in the, the most prime years of your life. And so just to even have this opportunity, you know, years later to sit back and say, wow, I'm married now. I have a daughter. I have all these things. You know, it's, it's just, it's shocking sometimes. It's like, I can't believe I went through this so quickly, you know? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's why I mean, like, I was so young. So it's like, I didn't really, I, it's not that I didn't cherish it. I just, you know, some people think, you know, it'll last forever. I'll, I'll, I'll be back, you know, and I've, I've been blessed to go back, but I just wished my younger self in my 20, 25 would have really um, understood the opportunity that I had and, and the, the, um, you know, the relationships that I was able to make. I still have them. So that's beautiful. But just, you know, I guess I was young. So it's like, don't be so serious, but really understand like where I was and how, you know, at 22, 23, traveling the world, that's rare. You know, people do that like now, you know? And so now when I travel, I'm like, ooh, let me go out and explore. Let me really soak up the culture. Let me really, you know, try to understand like the history here. You know, I wasn't so into it when I was younger. And so, um, yeah, you know, just really be present and in that moment of where I am. And I love that. Being present is one of the hardest things to do when we're so used to different <laughs> things in our lives. Like you you just don't have a minute to sit down and think. And I feel like yeah. I don't want to get to a point like 30 years when I'm like, wow, what did I do? Like, because you, you forget it because you've been so used to running. And sometimes, I mean, I think that's a great lesson for our younger and older audience to listen to and realize that, you know, being present and being grateful, appreciating what we do have and living in the moment. Um, because sometimes we're the ones that hold ourselves back and say, Oh, I can't do this. 
because, and, you know, we have to take the because and the buts out of our, our thoughts and say, and I will do this and, and you'll see me do this because this is the plan yeah. I've set. So for me, I like to do vision boards and I will put everything down on paper and, and actually you were one of the people on my vision board. I'm like, Hey, what's the worst thing? Like if I reach out to Keisha and she says she doesn't want to do it, that's okay. But at least she'll know that, you know, we're thinking about her and that she's amazing. And so who, what if I would have never said, Oh, I'm not, this is what's going to happen. I set myself up for that. So, you know, I think when you realize that when you reach out to people and, and they can still say, Hey, thank you so much. And, you know, I, I decline or thank you. And I want to be a part, then, you know, that's still a lesson. And it's just, you go, we're going to be told no. And it's just about how do you take the no's and how do you move forward? That's what Absolutely. makes the yes. When you finally do get a yes, it's like, wow, now I can appreciate that. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like vision boards and, and writing things down is um, a part of manifestation. Like you manifested that. So, you know, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Keisha, I have one more question for you. And it's, um, is there anything new that we need to look out for where we can find you also online, if you don't mind giving us your social media and where they can find your music that's already been released. And if you have anything new you want to plug and tell us about the agency, I know that you're going to be hopefully having very soon, if you can share all that with us. I can find time. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I go by Keisha Renee on all of my social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. It's K-E-I-S-H-A-R-E-N-E-E. Um, I am working on new music. It is a little different from the country. Um, I have so many fans. It's like, girl, I love that country music, but I wouldn't listen to it if you wasn't singing it. So I'm I'm trying to, you know appease everyone and give a little r&b it's still it'll still have you know some country elements um but just really creating a new sound i'm working on that and then i have a background agency that i am trying to um get off the ground and give legs to um, my whole career i've been able to um you know help others that desire to be background singers i'll get a call like hey keisha I need a soprano and I'm like, well, I'm not available, but I have this friend or I have this person that is amazing and I'll refer people. And then next thing I know, they're touring the world as well. Um, so I felt like, well, let me start an agency, um, a background agency for, um, you know, singers all over who might not live in those prime areas like a LA or New York or in Atlanta that can get work. And so um, the agency will be also a school um, because it is an art to background singing and there's things that you should know um, so that you can really make a career out of it. Um, because this industry is definitely who knows you and what they know about you, you know? And I feel like I've been able to be as consistent as I am um, because people can trust me. They know I'm going to be on time. They know I'm going to be where I need to be if we're out of, out of the country. I'm not going to be locked up somewhere, you know, being a reflection on the artist. And so there are certain things that, um, you know, you should know about the industry and how to maneuver it. It's not just singing and being on stage. So I want to teach the, the new generation of background singers, you know, just things that will have it become longevity for them um and then also offer job placements uh through my career i've learned and met 
and networked with a lot of um, musical directors. And so I have a few musical directors that are um, willing to team up with me and, you know, whenever they get contracts, like say they have a tour coming up with Nicki Minaj and they reach out and say, hey, I need three girls. I have a database of singers that they can choose from. I send out on that job and take my 20%. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you better get the money, Keisha. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's called um, Ideal what? Music Industry Agency. Um, and my slogan is where we're creating the ideal background singer. So be on the lookout for that next summer. Hopefully it'll be up and running. I didn't know it was so much you know, logistics that went into it, but I'm going to get it, you know? (laughs) Well, I'm just very proud of you. I want you to hear that from me because I know, especially now during COVID and with everything else going around, it's just been hard for people to stay afloat and to make a career for themselves and to stay in a career and not lose their faith, lose their trust. And you've held tight to that. And you've been a consummate professional and I feel like that's that is a testament to how you were raised, who you are, which you've held on to those values. And I'm just so glad to have talked to you, of course, virtually getting to know you. And I just think that you have just such a great heart. And that's something that obviously Nicki Minaj and many other artists have been able to see or else you wouldn't be able to be where you are to this level. So whatever you've been taught and whoever's been able to, right. to give you that tutelage and to show that it definitely is shown. And I'm just so grateful that the person you've become. Thank you. I got to call my aunties and my grannies and let them know. That's awesome. <laughs> so Keisha, I have one other thing I wanted to ask you if this is okay. Um, in the future, okay. if you are ever free, let's say in the beginning of next year, or if you haven't, you have any time, I would love for you to be a special guest on my second podcast. I, it's called Space Between. And so I started that actually about a month and a half ago. And so it's an a, a avenue for singers to be able to sing live, to kind of promote new music. But I, w- I would love to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've had some artists that have been able to come on and perform and sing and share mm-hmm. their music. So if you're ever open to it, the door is always open on my end to have you as a guest because we would love to hear you sing. Yeah. Well, we Absolutely. will. Just DM Let's me, let me know out. when you're ready and we can definitely set it up because you guys, I mean, your version of Famous that you did with Jasmine Sullivan and I saw, I was like, really? I was like, this is just unbelievable. So right. I would love to hear covers, your original. <laughs> and then I've also seen you with Steve Mackey online. And he's amazing. I love him and Terrell, and I love Terrell as well. So you did amazing on there too. Thank you, thank you so much. I was like, oh my goodness, uh, when he asked me to be on the Blue Wall, <laughs> I made a joke. I'm like, I'm famous now. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> how far he's gone with that Blue Wall. I'm so proud of him, and you know, Steve Mackey. We're both uh, California, LA natives. Um, so to see how much he's soared and and grown with his ability to teach you how to hit them notes, I'm just I'm just very proud to have. Um, you know, been around such great, um, talented people. Um, and it just shows, you know, I'm in great company. (laughs) 
I agree. And I think Terrell, I think he's at a million subscribers, yeah. I believe now. Yeah, he just did um his million show. He sent me this beautiful care package that had all these snacks in it, thanking me for being one of the uh, first people to be on the blue wall. And I, I was so proud, so proud of him. Well, I'm just proud of all you guys. <laughs> I I love all of y'all because y'all show what excellence looks like. And I that's one thing I'm trying to do with my show of just promoting people, sharing things. Cause I tell people it's not about money. I think people need to get out of that sometimes because it's about helping, giving platforms, talking yeah. to people of, you know, and I do my own vetting system as well. Cause I, I use an example. There was one guy who had millions of followers and there was no connection and I wasn't going to do it just for clout chasing. I don't do any of that. I do stuff cause I really care about people and I want to do my part to support. And when I realized it wasn't going to work, I was like, it just isn't going to work. And some people will be like, that makes no sense. You could have had so many. Fo-. Well, you also right. have to follow your heart, too, and you have to do the right thing. And so when you're not led to do something, you just have to follow it. And I'm pretty good at having discernment. And I was like, no, this just isn't going to work. And it was, you know, and I just knew talking with you that you were just a genuine, great person. And <laughs> I'm just glad that you were here on Black Canvas. Well, thank you so much for having me. I uh, really enjoyed myself. I love interviews because I like to talk. <laughs> but it was um, it was really, really nice. Breath of fresh air. So thank well, you I for having me. I appreciate you for being here. And let's remember, you guys, to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, thank you, Keisha. And you and I will definitely talk very soon. So just hit me up later on, maybe in a couple of weeks or so, when you have time, and we'll set you up for space okay. between. All right, you have a great night, and tell your family I said hello. Will do. Be blessed. Okay, bye-bye. Oh,